Hey there, Spencer Jones here with another episode of the Jones and Four Show, here to help you live your life to the max. You know, trying to offer you tips, strategies, techniques, different ways to help you get the most out of life. Whether it's a solo show like this one or through interviews, our goal is to help you, as I said, get the most out of life, live your life to the max, and enjoy life. So let's jump into it, shall we? Well, actually, really quick, before we jump into our show today, talking about dealing and releasing stress, could you do me a huge favor? Please, pretty, pretty, please. Could you please subscribe to our show? Like it, throw a thumbs up, leave a review if you can too, because that's how people learn more about this, right? Whether it's YouTube or Apple or whatever you are listening or watching this on, they use ratings and reviews to make sure people like it, so they share it out with more people. So if you can leave a rating, a review, a comment, I would truly appreciate it. And that way we can share this show with more people. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate you being here, letting me share my insights with you. And, and I hope that it helps. Well, let's jump into today's episode. And today, I already mentioned it, we're talking about dealing and releasing stress. Dealing and releasing stress in our lives, right? We want to release stress. Now, there's two different types of stress. Actually, there's probably more than that, but the two that we're going to focus on, and actually one we're going to focus on, is the bad stress. The good stress is uh, it comes from things like working out, right? Doing breath work, holding your breath, those shorter-term stressors on your body, right? Working out, you put it under stress. Well, that helps your body grow. That helps your body recover, recover faster, to heal faster, to be stronger and better, perform better, right? Those temporary stresses like breath holding and working out and fasting, those are good for your body. On the opposite end are the bad stressors, and those are the chronic types of stress. Stress that comes from work that's just constant, right? You're always stressed about work or family or finances. That type of stress isn't good for you. Right. If you're, you know, and I'm thinking, OK, maybe that's more physical or emotional stress that you're suffering from. But it could be like your back if you're hunched over at work all the time. Well, I put stress on your bones, on your joints, on your muscles. And that takes a toll over time, too. So we're talking about this long term stress. This is a stress that we really need to deal with and we need to release. We need to get rid of and free ourselves from. Now, for physical stressors like, you know, being bent over at work, there's a couple things you do, right? Fix your posture, make sure that you are seated properly or standing and walking often, um, doing all those things to make sure that your body is good so you're not having that physical stress on yourself. So we're not gonna touch on that one too much while that is an issue. We're gonna we're gonna niche it down even more, niche it down. Wow, I can't talk. <laughs> niche it down even more to talk about more that mental stress, that emotional stress that we feel. And I have five strategies to help you do just that. So should we dive in? Are you ready? Are you ready to dive in? I hope so, because I'm ready to rock and roll. Well, let's, let's go for it. So the first strategy to help you deal with and release stress, toxic stress from your life, is take time for you. There you go. Take time for you. Now, I was chatting with a friend of mine today, and he mentioned how people were saying, oh, you need to take a break from work. Just relax, take a break, you know, just lay in the bed, do nothing and just enjoy it. So he tried it. He laid in bed. 
and it drove him crazy. Like, he felt like he had to do something. He could not lay there and just enjoy it. The more he stayed in bed, the harder it got. And I'm going, okay, great, right? For I, It wouldn't work for me either. I couldn't just lay in bed and do nothing. For some people, that's great. Maybe that's you. Maybe that works awesome for you. But it doesn't work for me, and it didn't work for him. So what do I mean by take time for you? I mean, do things you love to do. Do things you love. Chase your passions, right? Enjoy life, whatever that is. Maybe you're into, like, me and your kayak fishing or fishing. So go out there and go fish, right? Maybe you're into knitting. Great knit or sewing or yard work or, I don't know, whatever. Something that you enjoy. But take time for you. Now, this could be big, like taking a couple hours and going fishing or, or knitting, right? Or whatever. It could be hours. But it could also just be a minute, even 30 seconds, Take time to fill your cup doing things you love to do. And, you know, for 30 seconds, okay, I can't go grab my fishing pole and go down and fish in 30 seconds. But what I can do is I could stop what I'm doing. I could look out the window. I could just look up and I could see the beautiful things around me. I could breathe. I could focus on my breath. I could become in the present moment, right? Be focused on the moment and see the beautiful things around me. Maybe I, I find three things that I find beautiful. Maybe I find three green things. I don't know. Something that just brings me back to the moment. But I take time for me. I get away from the stressor. I get away from the thing that's bothering me, that's upsetting me. And I come back to that moment. And I take time for me. And I suggest you do the same thing. All right. So let's jump to our second thing. And that is to breathe. Breathe in through the nose and then out through the nose or mouth. I love to take time to breathe because for me, a breath is a physical connection between your mind and your body, right? You feel the breath physically, the air coming into your lungs, filling up your lungs and then leaving it. You have the sensations of the breath, but it also calms your mind and your body. Right? All of a sudden, my mind could go like, I'm grunting, wow, that's crazy. And just after a couple of breaths, it's like, oh, all right, there's, there's that peace, that calm, that serenity. There it is. Just from a couple breaths. So take time to breathe, right? Maybe this is part of that taking time for you, but you stop and breathe. Just in through the nose, out through the nose or mouth, nice and slow and easy. Maybe you could do some breath work, some different patterns of breathing, like a four, seven, eight breath or something along those lines, or just breathe. Just be aware of your breath and try maybe even manipulating it in the sense that now you're trying to slow down the breath. So your inhale takes longer and your exhale takes a little longer. Each time just gets a little longer. Those are great. And there's no judgment. Don't judge yourself. Oh, I suck at this. Oh, I can't do this. No, judgments aren't allowed. Toss them out the door. Not welcome. Just stop and breathe. So when you start feeling that stress come up in your day, in your life, in your mind and body, right? You start getting all stressed. If you're not watching the video, I'm doing like crazy hands. But um, if you didn't, you just got a fun visual. There you go. So when you start feeling that coming up, take time to breathe. Because it makes such, such a big, big difference. Breathe. So you have to take time for you. And breathe. All right, the third thing 
is something I learned from Mel Robbins and uh, her book, The Five Second Rule. Fairly certain it was Mel Robbins. Hopefully I'm not wrong with that. But in any case, I love the book, Five Second Rule. And basically, I'll give you a really quick overall concept of the book, but read the book because it's amazing. Basically, you count down from five. There you go. Five second rule. You count down from five. She talks about the rain research and research that shows why this actually works, why you want to count down from five and not up to five. And she goes through multiple scenarios of ways you can use this. But for us, for condensing it down into a show and not recapping her whole book, check it out. It's amazing. Five second rule by Mel Robbins. Totally suggested. Um, so you count down from five. So when you start feeling that stress build up, you stop. You count down from five. You go five, four, three, two, one. By counting down from five, as I said earlier, that in her book she describes the the research, the the physical. Um, um, oh my gosh, why are words hard? It sucks when this happens. Anyway, the physical things that happen to your body when you count down from five, your mind relaxes. It's like it's getting ready for a launch, right? So it's it's calming itself. It's prepping itself. So you're good to go. So that instead of when that stress builds up, right, we want to make a decision quick. You count down from five, and it lowers that steam a little bit, right? That that pressure that's building, it, it minimizes it. Count down from five. It's a great tool. I use this so many times. She talks about uh, using it for making decisions, for or stress and a plethora of other things, but countdown from five. I love it for stress. When I'm feeling built up or I get an email and I'm going to respond or I attempt to take a phone call, I just count down from five and then I answer it. I'm calmer. I'm in a better frame of mind and I pair it up with my breath. So I count down from five and I just breathe. Five. Or I just slowly breathe in and I count down from five, right? It doesn't have to be with the breath, but I count down. So, you have take time for you, right? Make sure your cup is full, that you're not keeping it empty, whether it's chasing your passions, doing something longer, or taking those short little times throughout the day to just come back to the present moment, be grateful for the beautiful things around you. Then you have it to breathe, right? Step number two or strategy number two is to breathe. Breathe it in, breathe in calm and peace, exhale stress, anxiety, worries. And then third strategy is to count down from five. Five, four, three, two, one. I felt calmer just doing that. How cool is that? The fourth strategy is to come back to being present, to being mindful and in the present moment. And, you know, I'll be honest, all of these, all five of these strategies fit within this one, right? So I guess it's the other four strategies fit within this one. But be mindful. As things are happening, you are feeling stressed from maybe it's, a, it's something instantly that happened that you started skyrocketing, right? Your, your, your anger went up, your frustration, your stress just went up crazy fast. Well, be mindful. Be aware of, okay, whoa, 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 my heart beats like going crazy. I feel like I'm getting sweaty or nervous or frightened or angry or whatever, right? Be mindful of it. Be aware of it. Go like, okay. Let's come back to this present moment because now my mind's racing. I'm thinking about all the what ifs. What if this happened? What if I do that? What about this, that, the other thing? Well, how could have they done da 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 da? And I'm thinking about what ifs, how coulds, could have's, would have's, should have's, all that crap. 
Get rid of it. Right? You should have, then it's too late. Doesn't matter. Should have all over yourself. Right? Let it go. Release it. Come to the present moment. I do that with my breath. You can count down from five. You could breathe. Right? You can come back and just focus on something present. So like right here, I have my water bottle off to the side. If I start to feel stressed or worried, I can count down from five, focus on the water bottle. Go, okay, just my water bottle. And all I'm doing is I'm not letting those stressors really make my, my mind race, my heart rate just spike up even more than it is. Instead, I'm getting off of it. Instead of getting on the fast train to, I don't know, not a happy place, right? To Stressville. I don't want to be at Stressville. I want to be in happy land, right? So it sounds really weird, but <laughs> I want to be happy and I don't want to be stressed. So I take my mind off of it. I'm not ignoring it. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just not focusing on it at the moment because then once I've calmed down, that, that stressor is still there. Most likely it's still there, although not all the time. And now I can look at it and now I can be more objective about it because I'm calmer. I'm present. I can be aware of my emotions, my feelings, their emotions, feelings, if that's part of it, right? But take time to be mindful, be present. So be aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your energy, how it's affecting other people's energy, their energy and thoughts and feelings, or you can't, don't know their thoughts, but their emotions, right, that they're sharing and that they're expressing. You can see that and see how they play together and pick the ones, pick the responses that work best for you. But be mindful, be present, right? So, you know, maybe you're focused on the water bottle or your breath or counting down from five, going from that stress, that fast, fast lane to stressville to, to taking that calm approach, that cloud to happy land. This sounds really messed up now that I'm saying this out loud, but you know what I mean. I hope, hopefully you do. If you do, you're my people, you're awesome. Thank you so much for understanding. If you don't, if you're totally lost, I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I made you lost. I apologize. Let's, let's join me as a guide again and let's come back to the fifth and final strategy to help you deal and release your stress. Deal with it and then release it. Let it go. And that is to meditate. Mm, 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 mm. I love to meditate. It's so good. I used to hate meditation. I used to think it was ridiculous. Like, pfft, who meditates? This is nothing. This is silly. And then I heard about the benefits. And I met people who benefited from it. And they talked it up. And they're people I trust. So then I said, well, okay. Let's try it. And guess what? I stunk at it. Comparatively, which we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people, but we all do, right? But we try not to. It's a thing I'm working on. Hopefully a thing you're working on. But I couldn't you know, be meditating. I couldn't focus that long. I got maybe 30 seconds. And then after two weeks, I like a minute, two minutes, yeah, one minute. And then a couple weeks later, I got to two or three. And then a couple weeks later, up to five. And then after a couple months, uh, up to 10. And now I could, you know, meditate anywhere up to 10 to 20 minutes and not even worry. Right? It takes time. But in meditation, you're doing all the things. You're breathing, you're coming to the present moment, 
You're relaxing yourself, you're lowering your heart rate, calming your mind. You're getting off that fast lane, right, to Stressville. You're getting off of that. And you can come to the present moment. And one meditation I love to do, especially when I'm feeling stressed or angry or anything, is I imagine myself at a train station. Okay, so I imagine myself, put myself in a train station. And there's a whole bunch of train cars there. They're not going anywhere, they're just there. And in each train car at this station is one of my thoughts or one of my emotions. And then I could go walk onto the train car and I could explore it. I could just explore. And then if I start getting emotionally attached to it, if I start getting worried or anxious or whatever, I can come off of that train car and come back to the station. And then I can explore different ones. It gives me a chance to explore, to understand, to dive a little deeper into the different things I'm thinking or feeling. Another way to do it is imagining your thoughts and emotions as clouds above you, slowly passing through. They're not attached to you, just like you're here on Earth. If, it's, if you're laying on your back looking up at the clouds passing through a nice blue sky, well, you can, you can look at those thoughts and examine those thoughts as they go by, those feelings, those emotions, or whatever it is. You can examine them and let them go by. That's stressor. Why is it stressing you? You're not attached to it anymore. You don't have to get your heart rate up because it's bothering you because it's not really attached to you. It's just there, but it gives you a, a more scientific look at it, right? Um, because you don't want to be involved with it. You just want to look at it, learn, and grow from it. And it just floats on by. Or even that train car, it's just there. Then you can get rid of that train car anytime you want. But meditation's huge, and it takes time to get to that point. But that's a great, I love it. I love that series of meditation, but there's so many others. So many other styles of meditation and different focuses and different visualizations you can use, right? Stress does not need to run your life, right? My dog's barking in the background. Yeah, it stresses me out at times. I'm hoping to be calm for you. Hopefully, it's not too annoying for you to hear them barking in the background. But stress happens. It's part of life. But we need to learn how to deal with it and then how to release it. We don't need to pent it up to let it, to bottle it and hold it against us, or against ourselves or against whatever's causing that stress. So let it go. Relax. So those five strategies, again, real quick, take time for you. Breathe. Count down from five. Be mindful and present. And then meditate. So how awesome, not awesome, probably not the best word, but how interesting that time with the dogs barking there because they stress me out when they bark like this, especially when I'm doing videos. So I'm breathing, I'm focusing at the present moment of talking with you, and I hope that they're not bothering you much at all. But I'm gonna let you go so they're not barking in your ear anymore. Thank you so much for being here, I appreciate you. Please take a screenshot of this, share it out with me on social media, Jones and Four, and know I'm always here for you. All right, everyone, until our next episode, have an amazing day, and I'll catch y'all later. Hey everyone, Spencer Jones, and I'm sorry to butt in like this, but I'll keep this really short and sweet. I wanna help you live your life to the max. I wanna help you chase your passions to get the most out of life. And I wrote a book to help you do that. It's my latest book, it's called Chase Your Passions. It's available on Amazon, and I know it can help you change your life and help you live your life to the max. 
It's basically in the book. I walk you through how to create the ultimate roadmap to success. Whatever that success looks like for you, it walks you through it. Everybody has a different roadmap because everybody's dream, everybody's goal is different. So everybody's roadmap is going to be different. But this book helps you, guides you in creating your personal roadmap to success. So folks, don't delay. Get on Amazon and just look up Chase Your Passions. I put Spencer Jones in there too just to be safe so it pulls up right away. Or go to my website, spencermjones.com and get your copy of it today. And heck, get the Priorities of Practice journal with it because that companion journal, mm, that makes it that much sweeter. All right, folks, thanks for listening. I told you I'd keep it short and sweet. Catch you soon.